The first thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting. To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. You don't remember whether you were wetting your gym shorts in front of Amanda, the girl you're after, who already thought you were a fucking disaster. It's not like a last will. It's making me laugh. Unless you get your next one while you're taking it back. My main focus is going to be on making a basic course. Okay. Making that first course, that first step of kind of the outline of here are the main tools that we use. Here are, um, it's kind of the baseline. Like no matter what we do, it always reverts back to these things. And a couple of those things are, you know, mentalism. One, the world is mental understanding that alone um, lets transformation be possible. Then uh, there's polarity. You know, you have your polar opposites and it's changing your mind from this or that to both, but how much of each and more of like a scale than it is um, a definitive. Using um, the number one thing is like, getting clear, you know, clarity as well. What do you want? Who are you? Um, and where do you want to go? And how would you like to get there? And questions like that, that people seem to kind of miss asking themselves. They think somebody else is supposed to ask them, but you're supposed to ask yourself yeah. and no one tells you that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, starting to build that clarity, give them proper tools and understandings that, you know, this information comes back from ancient times. You know, this isn't mine. Um, this, these are things that have stuck around and survived, you know, the whirlwind of human existence. This is stuff that I could give to anyone, but I'm not, I'm giving it to epilepsy, the exclusive club. Um, because that's what I think, that's what I think you deserve in a sense. You know, everyone already has access to this if they want it or not, they just don't really know it's there. Um, but I wanna make it adamant of taking these things, put it, putting it into more of a practice, easier to digest language. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, share the secrets and mysteries of the world. <laughs> Whether you know it or not, it doesn't really matter, you know, yeah. um, but knowing that this comes from a source that's like, you know, way bigger than me, way bigger than most of the, um, I mean, these are foundations for modern science uh, and pretty much how everything in the universe kind of works. Yeah. Uh, everything has a polar opposite. Everything um, corresponds to one another. Everything relates to one another. So this relationship, this you know, being connected to everything is, it's all there. It's just now, how do I utilize this connection? How do I, you know, be able to have influence on myself and my diagnosis? Um, and then to kind of separate the difference between the diagnosis and myself, you know, gaining that relationship of, 
you know, I don't care what anybody else calls it. This is my name for it. This is how I relate to it. Um, and like, for me, I don't even really call mine anything anymore. I don't really say epilepsy. If I'm talking to someone new or if I'm, you know, having that conversation, sure, whatever, I'll use it. But I don't really use that word anymore um, just because it doesn't feel, doesn't feel like something that's not a part of me. Yeah. And it's more so respected, respected from me too. Like I respect that energy. This energy has enough energy to kill me. Therefore I respect it. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Has it tore my life apart? Yes. But it also taught me how to put life back together and to make it something that I couldn't imagine. You know, I went from two years ago, I was you know, sleeping in an air mattress in the you know, middle of actually sleeping in a tent in the middle of the jungle. And now I'm sitting in my own office with all the gear I need and, you know, in my own space and house that I could never even imagine that I would ever have um, for all these years. And I only have all of this because I decided on a whim to jump and move here with only three days notice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know anything about this town. I didn't know anything. I just heard that it was great. And I've had good feelings about it. And so I just, I just went for it. And um, yeah, now I have my first home base ever. And hell yeah. So it's seeing that deep down epilepsy taught me that. And right. epilepsy showed me that of don't count yourself out and don't miss opportunities on living because that's what really matters. Um, be smart enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But take the chances that you know are going to, you know, pay off in your heart, you know? Right. Um, and yeah, epilepsy taught me that. So those deeper lessons are there. We all have those deeper lessons that epilepsy's taught us. Sometimes it just takes a different perspective to see it. And perspective is super, super important. Um, I mean, that's, that's the one thing that can, that's one thing that changes everything. Oh God. Yes. Oh yeah. To see something differently is so huge, even though it's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it changed, it changed my outlook. And I think, uh, I actually, a couple of people have already commented on it too, that have, that have been listening to the podcast from the beginning. And it's, there is a marked difference from the first year and a half and up until now from then. And it's because I had a mindset shift. The perspective changed. And and I love what you talked about anger. Um, I woke up angry, irritable, irritable as fuck. I was just, it wasn't, there was no more despair. It wasn't despondent. It wasn't depression. I woke, and this is when I realized that I was getting better and that I was, I was not going to let this beat me when I realized that I was, yeah, I'd gotten knocked down, but I wasn't out of the fight was when I woke up and I was just pissed off and I was like, okay, this is bullshit. I'm going to change something. I'm not too sure what yet, but I'll figure this shit out because this ain't happening for me. And ever since then, yeah, like you said, um, I fell down. I had, 
seizures. I got knocked back. I had to go back to the ER. I had bad drug reactions. And I could, at any one of those points, I could have just said, well, fuck, I was wrong. I'm screwed. And crawled back into my hole, you know, and spent a week in bed. But it just made me more angry. And it made me more irritable. And it made me say, okay, let's start figuring this out. And that's when I took control of my own ship. That's when I kicked the doctors off of the boat and said, I'm getting a new crew. And that's when I said, no, we're not doing drugs. I've went through nine. We're going to try the dietary thing while we go through the testing and see if surgery is possible, shit like that. But it's my boat now. And it's always been my boat. And this is what people need to remember. It's always been your boat. And so if you don't like the direction it's going, kick the helms and helmsmen off, make them walk the plank and get someone new. <laughs> Hire a new crew. Because yep. it's your life. It's yours. You know, it's their job, but it's your life, you know. Yes. And if they're not doing their job, they're not doing their job. And, um, you know, you have to go home with your stuff still. They get to go home with 120k a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So always remember that and never feel bad for having to, yeah, let some mm-hmm. let some things go out of your life and and to and it's hard in this world because they make it hard. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to, you know, give them some heat if they need it. You know, my first doctor ever he wrote me a little chicken scratch note handed to me and was basically like good luck and he was supposedly the best epileptologist on the you know in florida or whatever and i went back to see him again and he came in for like two minutes this that dude i'm like wait 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 a second what do i do you know like what like (laughs) i haven't gotten a lowdown on anything and you just, you know, it, like it was like, oh, you're supposed to know, you know, in a sense, or like some of them just have been in it. It's their world and they just don't like it doesn't register them that like, oh, this person's life is over. Um, exactly. Right now. So I should be, you know, at least a little bit of something. <laughs> and, and man, I just I delivered so much fire to that man. <laughs> I lit up that office not just for me, but for everyone else who he does that too, because some people don't, you know, and um, I've gotten, I was, you know, before epilepsy and stuff, I was military and all this. And I was usually in a places of leadership. So I was already used to, if you're going to be a leader, then you got to throw down for everybody, you know, like you got to be willing to take on some, you know, you take on the heat for yourself um and say something for everybody else kind of thing and i've always been the you know i'm down for that <laughs> i don't really care what yeah. i just think i'm here to help and i'm gonna help um and yeah i was just like you know you get to you know you get to drive your jaguar home and do all this stuff and totally forget about it i don't i have to go home and never drive again and all this other things and um he just looks so surprised. I was just like, and I stopped and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm out of here. That's as much energy as I'm going to waste. 
Um, yeah. And then after that, I've, I've never really had, I've never had a good doctor. Um, when I went on the road, it was kind of impossible to have one. I didn't have health insurance for the longest time. Um, and there was a big span in there where I didn't use meds. Um, that was a, that was like the full, <laughs> full heightened adventure span in my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, now, I mean, still now Newtown, I had seizures that wouldn't stop. Um, it was really scary time. I had to go to the hospital. They were doing, I was still kind of out there doing all kinds of tests and stuff like that. You know, it was my girlfriend's first time like having to go that heavy um, and not knowing if I'm alive or not. And, uh, you know, I did that whole thing. Went, um, got a call, was like, okay, we're going to prescribe you. You know, I'm used to, I always take Lamotrigine or the Mictal. And they're like, okay, we're going to give you a call to reschedule in your follow-up appointment. It's been about a year and a half now. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never even met them. Um, Yeah. And I'm just like, can you imagine if I was just diagnosed, you know, like I almost died and now I'm on this random meds that they don't know that I've taken before or that I'm used to them at all. And it's been a year and a half and I haven't seen anybody. There's got to be other people in this town that are like going through this too. Um, and I'm just like, how, you know, like there's gotta be something else. And um, I mean, that's, that's all I want really wants to be. It's just to be that pool of if you're done and you want a different way of life, different mindset. If you want a group of people that honor that mindset keep it burning and then once we get a certain amount of people with a certain amount of you know once things start flowing i want to go after things like that i want to go after you know our rights as people that have you know disabilities and we need things and you're not providing the things we need so we're gonna ask not politely anymore (laughs) intelligently and very you know and and just i'm tired of going from support group support group around the country around these different states and things that say oh we only have enough for this or we you know nonprofits, their funds just sit there people forget about inflation so losing money you know, right. even 7% inflation, like if it's sitting there, you're losing that money every year. And I'm trying to rewire the mind where it's like, okay, what if we all took a percentage, donated it, and then we put it into an investment fund. And that makes money every year. And we take it out and we use it to say, okay, we're going to use this money and we're going to make a petition. We're going to sign it and we're going to go after this state. We're going to go after that state. We're going to go after our rights here, our rights there, you know, um, together. And not as, you know, I would love it with Epilepsy Foundation joined in and all these other foundations joined in. I'm, you know, a big team player. That's why it's a network. Um, Anyone that has anything else going on online, I don't care how big or small, like I want to incorporate it. 
because this is a job that we got to do together as far as that stuff goes. Um, right. And I want to take Watts to that level eventually, but it all starts with us and who's in the group and, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm willing to go fight for it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, you know, just sign this piece of paper. I'll go, I'll go take care of it real fast. But yeah, just there's things we need and I want to be able to provide those things. Um, as a big group as a whole and not just the u.s either um the uk i saw that, I saw that. um where was this again yeah tell us about this um outreach that you helped out with that watts was involved with was that oh the one in nigeria yeah oh yeah that was oh man talk about talk about um intense um we think we have intense issues over here. Uh, Africa is a different animal. Um, so there was a mother that had a child that had epilepsy and they don't know what it is in certain parts over there. And so they make kids drink blood. They make them do all this kind of stuff because they don't know. And they think it, could be you know, a religious thing or this thing or that a lot of parents actually um i don't know nicely way to say it but kill their children because it's too much um well there's this one mother and she was just kind of adamant unlike other people have information about this this is something that can be helped and taken care of this is not something that's just this wild demon spirit that's taking over. And so her voice was so loud from there that um, my friend uh, Nicholas, he runs a thing called uh, Radio Cave. Um, really awesome, awesome dude. Works his, works his ass off. Um, and he does things for other groups as well, not just epilepsy. Um, Anything with you... the word cave in it has gotten yeah. my thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if, if any of you guys go out and look for Radio K Foundation, he's uh, on Facebook and um, different things like that. Really great dude. I linked up with him and we started um, doing a promotion to get funds over there for them. Um, and so he was collecting the funds and I did the design and, and everything like that. And so they built a, um, they had the building materials and all this kind of stuff. So they built kind of a shelter for epileptic kids and families that um, are around that arena of, for epilepsy to come in and, and have a place um, and to be treated and to have modern kind of stuff come through. And um, yes, that was, that was something that was really amazing. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Both of us kind of had original plans to like go over there at some point and then, you know, COVID and all that kind of stuff went down. Uh, but I would still really love to to go back over there. Like I said, Africa is a different animal. <laughs> and that's always something that is called because, yeah, that's to the extreme point to where it's like, okay, I, I can't not. I can't not. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> I know that's happening now. So, I yeah, that's going to. And, you know, that will be um, that will be down the line, too. I mean, that just takes resources. Mm hmm. Yeah, because it's, I mean, that's the one thing that connects us, you know, past borders, past all that kind of stuff. Like we have, 
we all have a very similar experience of life yeah with this monster energy of not monster in a bad way but like this monster energy that was exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah yeah and um but yeah we want to we want to expand but we want to do it we want to do it right we want to do it nice and slow we yeah. want to bring people in that are you know I, i'm not into over promotion i rather have a few solid people than a mass of people that kind of come through right um so if it, this group is for those who, if your heart's really called to it and I want to make it accessible, this is not going to be some, you know, $500 course or, or whatever. Um, I want to break it down to where it's going to be kind of different to where courses you can either get single course you can get one in a bundle. Um, and there's three different payment options and, it's known that like, if you're not financially set or financially, you need financial help um, and you need this, and this is something that you want, like, I want to be able to make it accessible enough to where, you know, direct message me, there's other options, there's payment plans that can be, you know, from $5 a month, there's, um, I want to make it accessible. And at the same time, I want to grow this network. So there's different options for different um, for different people. So if you're yeah. coming in and you're like, all right, cool, I want to I want to be able to do this one. I'm willing to throw down, you know, sixty bucks to be able to have this. Or if you come in and be like, okay, I have a little bit more. I'm willing to give you, you know, two hundred and thirty bucks for this because I believe in what you're doing. And and just knowing that like that goes to support me to make more of this to make it larger, to make more help, to make more people. And eventually I get to a point to where I'm good. You know, I don't need a lot to do things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not starting this to be like, Oh, I want to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, like um, that's what investing is for. That's what all that stuff over there is for. <laughs> you know? Right. This is just an exchange to get this going, to get, this up and running enough to where I can do this full time. And then I hit a cap, everything else extra pours into this, goes to help other people, does its, you know, this does its job. And um, I mean, eventually, yeah, the original, some original members that come through have been with me here since the beginning, you know, eventually I'll, I'll hire you, you know, and you can start taking the reins and leading people and, you know, you can upload courses and, um, and there's collaborations happening and there's more than one mentor and there's more than one, um, and you can make, they can branch off, make their own stuff, you know, collaborate with us from there. I want it to be very like a garden, you know, you start here, but I want you to go out. I want you to make your own stuff and to be, yeah. um, be I was fruitful. just thinking of the word organic as soon as you were about to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we want this to be something that can, you know, transform itself as we're transforming with it. Um, and it's going to be, you know, blatant. I'm going to make it so the website explains all that and shows you how it all works and, and that kind of stuff. So, so the website's um, um, under construction right now, or is it ready to rock? Yep. Uh, under construction. Under construction okay. It's cool. pretty much plug and play right now. All of the, all the hard stuff is, is done. Now it's just like pictures and the fine tuning. Um, 
Yeah, all the editing and stuff like that. And then um, it's basically going to be a landing page and it shows you everything we do. Uh, and then there's, it's just kind of the front door. And if you're a member and you log in, then it lets you into the whole social arena where the courses are, all that kind of stuff. And when in the beginning, um, there's an option to where you make that part visible, but you can't interact with it. Um, but that way you can actually see what's in it and what's, okay. you know, yeah. what's going on. Yeah, um, nice. And then, now, how would somebody get a hold of you um, until you get the the final put up there? Um, how would they get contact you, learn more, anything like that? You have anything out there on social? I know the um, answer, but I want to hear it from you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has been uh, – my main thing is when I launch, I want – to I want my attention to be on you guys. Uh -huh. I want everything in the back end done and I want it to be able to run on its own. That way I have more time on live. I have more time to do one-on-ones, more time to do, you know, like um, if we're just, we can plan once a week that we all do small team interactions. Yeah. Like I want all my attention to be on you guys. You know, I feel like right. that's where most of the value is going to come from. Like, yeah, this stuff is cool and everything, but the real bread and butter is when we're interacting, we're doing things in real time, we're learning stuff, going through situations in real time. Um, so yeah. that's that's the big thing. If you want to follow along, I'm getting ready to um, start kind of un unleashing everything in a gradual period on my Instagram, which okay. is at we of the storm. And between every word is an underscore. <laughs> Cool. I'll put that. I'll ass. put in that in the description too, so it's easy for people to to jot down or copy paste. Eventually, I want to be able to change that, but you know, um, that's all good. But yeah, I did score. Uh, I did score a domain, a couple of domain names um, of uh, Watts.network, nice, um, or Watts.net, and uh, I thought that was like a little, a little different, a little cool. Watts.com was twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a game called world of tanks and so oh. someone bought it hoping that they were gonna you know pay that much from them i was like oh yeah watts.com doesn't sound too bad it was like twenty eight thousand dollars like, well nope <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks <laughs> um, no, but thanks. yeah we got the domains we got everything else and um yeah now i'm just trying to decide uh like everyone who makes one of the, the those motivational kind of websites or whatever, they have them standing on the mountain and like, you know, I, I kind of want mine of like a picture where I'm just like the deepest in the shit as possible. Just I'm seizing like a son of a bitch. Bad time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for Watts and you see this pic, yeah, you know, you're in the right place. <laughs> Keeping it real, but yeah, it's, I want it to look, I want it to be nice. You know, I want it to be quality. I want it to, um, when you go through those courses to feel like, yeah, you're obtaining, you're mm -hmm. obtaining something and, um, right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Just getting the stage ready. And that's why I really haven't released, you know, too, too much was just because, yeah, I want it. I want my attention to be strictly open. Yeah. What needs to, what it needs to be. And just setting the setting until, just want to be valuable, you know, like if you're paying for something, I want you to, to be satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. get done with the course and be like, 
damn, <laughs> I need to like go and, <laughs> uh-huh. and to come back and get, and get, um, get plenty from it. You know, like I want to be able to design them to where, you know, if you buy a course, you have it for your lifetime. And every time I edit that course and make it better, you get the updated version. Nice. Whether you are a member or whether you left or not, if you buy that, you have it. Um, and I'm going to have a whole private YouTube channel for like all of those videos. So they, they can have it anywhere at any time. Um, and kind of making that adamant. So like, you know, even if you come in, you take one course, something happens or you can't afford it or, you know, no matter what it is, you still get to have that. You can go and you can check back and, oh, there's a new edited version. And you still have it. So that's kind of the plan of being able to make it accessible as possible with being able to make it grow as steadily as possible and to benefit everybody. Um, no matter what, if, you, if you're associated with us, if you collaborate with us, or if you just heard of us, I want you to benefit from it in some way or another. Because that's, yeah. What, yeah, like you said, that's what it's really meant for um and all the cool little colors and stuff are cool or whatever but like that's yeah that's what it's meant for <laughs> that's what it's meant for yeah exactly and and so many people lose track of the why um that they get they get caught up in the bells and whistles they get caught up in in all the marketing promotional bullshit they i was falling victim to it at one point where it was like like what i need to cut 30 second and 90 second clips and I need to do this and I need to publish on these platforms this many times and I need to get it's like fuck this dude (laughs) all of a sudden you got me thinking about all this stuff and I'm not like like thinking about about the podcast and the people Mm -hmm. and the conversations um yeah yeah it's it's a key thing you never ever ever lose track of your why that main vision always has to be forefront because everything Mm -hmm. else doesn't fucking matter if you lose track of that yeah yeah and i'm not here for i'm here for that actual change that takes place you know i don't care how many views there are i don't care how many if one person takes this and it's just like oh yeah and changes their life with it mission accomplished Um, yeah and would i like to do this as a living and, and stuff like that yeah for sure um but yeah, I mean that's that's the real mission of just if we can help someone in some way, if you end up, you know, because it, it could be anybody, you know, like you could help somebody along the way that thought all was lost, and then all of a sudden they just go on this like evolution rampage and become someone that like, you know, helps the world in a a massive way or like, you know, creates the next whatever, or just genuinely is a good person. And like, (laughs) adds another good person to this world. (laughs) And like, that's what it's really worth. Um, Because if somebody, if somebody would have done that for me, when I was in that scenario, how much time it would have saved, how much, you know, pain it would have saved and all this kind of other stuff, which yes, all that stuff is necessary, but Life will bring you that stuff anyway, and you don't need any extra. <laughs> like, that <laughs> yeah. will be there. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not so, all suffering is necessary, man. You know, sometimes sometimes yeah. it's just like, it's the timing of the message, man. It's the timing of the message. 
For Amen. sure. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, man. And I'm really excited to see what happens from this. Yeah, me too. I have no idea what's going to happen. Because <laughs> there's, really, there's really nothing to reference off of. You know, right. I've been trying to look for this for look for this for so long and it just doesn't exist. So um, trial and error. And the cool thing is, is that I was given knowledge that I know helps. That's the main thing. Like mm-hmm. this, the things I've learned help whether, whether or not the format or this or that is, is going to be good or whether I mess up on whatever this or that, no matter what, if somebody hears the meat of it, if somebody gets it and, you know, those deep lessons, um, you're going to get, you know, you're yeah. going to get something out of it. And especially if you apply them to your life, um, is it easy? No. Is it time consuming? Yes. <laughs> Does it suck sometimes? Of course. Um, but it's beyond worth it because it's you, you know, you have power over your own mind again. And right. that's what, to me, that's where real peace comes from. And is it like that way all the time? No, uh, it's not supposed to be, but you can always return there. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Once you have this in your mind, and once you have your routine to be able to get yourself some places, you can always return to that place of peace, no matter what you just went through. Um, and I believe that's, that is like the biggest key because we don't experience peace that often. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, let alone having epilepsy on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I believe that this is, this is going to be awesome. And nice. um, I'm stoked for, yeah, for those first people that decide to come in. Um, I'm stoked because this is all, this is new for me. I've never been on the side of the, the teacher. Um, well, when it comes to this. Right, right. I've been on the side of a teacher a, a lot um, with different things. But when it comes to this particularly, which is what I'm most passionate about, that's kind of what the exciting is. And for me, I have to learn how to listen and I have to learn how to absorb and be able to kind of navigate myself um, in a manner that is very fluid because what I'm used to is new for them. And so if I just, (laughs) it's not going to be good for anybody, you know? And so I'm remembering how my mentors taught me and it was more, of patience and questions and letting me figure it out, but giving me the space to do that because that's what really matters. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm trying to do that uh, as well. I'm trying to mirror that. Um, So it's more of a space to where, yeah, they're in charge. And like you said, you got your ship. Tell me where you would like to take your ship and I'll help the best I can and give you all the tools necessary and everything. I don't know. I will send you to someone who does. Um, and I think that's the most important part too. I, my mentors never told me stuff that they didn't really know, but they just wanted to, you know, like be in that spot. If they were explaining something or if they didn't know something, they would straight up tell me, I don't know. This person does go there. And I kind of want to mirror that as well. 
And that's why I'm trying to get a bigger network of all of us going. So if I'm talking to someone, they're like, hey, I need to learn about, you know, how can I record? How can I make podcast? How can I do something like this? And be like, I don't really know, but I know someone who does. <laughs> <laughs> right. And when everyone has their own stuff in place, everyone's ready to receive the people who need that particular thing. Um, and that's what I'm so adamant about, like, you know, epileptics have a big opportunity to make businesses like this. You know, we don't have to leave home. And now since the pandemic happened, that's the new normal. And we can use our ability to create. We can use our, um, our imaginations, our purpose behind why we're really here. We can use every facet that we have in our mental capacity and do it here. And when we have a network up and somebody needs the funding for that, we can do that too. Um, you know, accessible accessibility for all for what you need. Yeah. And, um, you know, we want to help multiple dynamics of people, even though we're not for everyone uh, on that side of it. But yeah, it's something that we don't know. And it's, that's the exciting part. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> But, you know, it's, yeah, you're one of those people kind of like me. It's, you, you just, you get cranked up when, when you're faced with the unknown. It's like, let's go see what that is. Let's find out. That's yeah, what, it, yeah. That's what drives allows, me, man. Yeah. It allows us to work at our highest performance. Yes. It opens you, know? you up, takes off yep. the, the blinders, really opens up the peripheral because you're hyper aware of what may or may not possibly come your way. And, and it just, Yeah the senses start tingling a little bit. I love it. So how, if, uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, uh, more questions or maybe get involved and help out with the project, um, or maybe even become one of your first mentees, how would they, yeah. how would they, they do that if they want to do that before the website gets put up? Yeah. Uh, I'm most active on my Instagram. Okay. Um, the we of the storm with the underscores. And also my, um, my email, uh, I believe it's, man, I've chosen so many. I believe it's wheelastorm at gmail.com. Let me check that for you because I'm making a whole bunch of new things right now. Right on. Go for it, Ray Charles. Yeah. <laughs> the way you're looking up, the way you're looking up <laughs> at the monitor just makes it look like you're at the keyboard. Yeah, keep going and, back yeah. and forth. <laughs> exactly. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ray. I loved your music, man. So good. Uh, yeah. Um, we have the storm at gmail.com or watts.network at gmail.com. Or watts.network at gmail.com. Sweet. Okay. We'll, we'll post those up. And um, yeah, feel free. If you have um, a social arena or a small network, or if you have, yeah, if you have interests, um, please contact me and um i don't necessarily have a time frame of when this is all going to happen um i mean definitely this year 100 this year i'm just waiting on some equipment um that's been kind of the main drag good old chip shortages happening and you know shortages on video cards and right a, a, a video card that used to be 600 dollars last year is now 2600 dollars Oh my God. People are buying them up and scalping them. 
scouting the prices and selling them. And it's just been, but, um, that yeah, we got, we got smart and played some, cause I mean, you spend $2,600 on one chip, you can buy a whole computer for that. So right. bought the whole computer switched out the chips, sell the computer again. And it works out. It's about the price of the chip. I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, it's the extra steps. Oh geez. Um, but yeah, we're almost there, almost there. And then uh, once right. everything is set, then it's then it's easy. Um, editing and all that stuff is going to take most of the time. Yeah. Um, but then once it's once it's on, uh, I mainly want to focus on the live courses and live events. Um, you know, have your you have your basic course. I'm definitely going to include a free course. Um, just for signing up uh, for the social arena. And that free course is going to be mastering the restart, just kind of what we talked about a little bit earlier on my process of coming out of a seizure and how to set yourself up instead of getting in whirlwinded or washing machined, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like um, that. So I definitely want to have those solidified good to go that way as people are taking those i can really stay focused on um yeah these live we, i want to do one with um transformation is kind of the key one uh, but as well as focusing on rewriting your relationship to epilepsy as well as yourself um and that one is really powerful because that's when you write agreements to yourself you write a contract to yourself and you speak in that platform of, you know, this is your most powerful self speaking and, and writing this and, and going through this. And when you speak that out loud to yourself, something happens. <laughs> right. Yes. And the more and more you go in depth with that, that sets you up for, you know, mass amounts of transformation. Um, when you do that to your core, and you're changing what your core self is and what your core beliefs are. Um, that's powerful stuff. That's the stuff that can, yeah, you're, you won't be able to recognize yourself. <laughs> and I, I like, I feel it, you know, I almost get emotional about it because I know how, how it can be um, seeing other people go through it too. And yeah, so that's, that's mainly what we want to do. Um, and the fact that it's live and we can do it live makes it so much more. Um, and we want to do it multiple times. And each year, you know, even do a, each month has a theme, um, mm -hmm. something like that. So where once you're in, it just kind of keeps writing um, and keeps transforming itself. Yeah. So if you want to see the beginnings of all this, yeah, go to my Instagram, feel free to email me. Once, um, once everything's done, then the marketing is going to come out slowly and slowly. So right, right when you see kind of, you know, I'm going to send out pictures of my designs, uh, making shirts and stickers and stuff like that from the screen printing place down here in Asheville. Um, I want to, for the first people that come in, I want to, you know, give them shirts and stickers and just gifts, um, surprises and stuff like that. Uh, and so once you start seeing those designs pop up on my Instagram and a little bit more things, that's when you know, okay, we're getting started. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pumped for it. Hopefully the next 
two months, if I'm being reasonable with myself. <laughs> Hopefully sooner. Yeah, yeah. But you always got to, especially in our case, you know, you always got to... You always got to yeah, kind yeah. of make, make a little bit of room. And there's always that adage. There's always been that adage in business in um, under promise and over deliver. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, um, but, and this is the, but, but I, I have to, I have to put an asterisk on that statement because in our case, the, the fact of the matter is you just don't know if, if our friendly little power surge is going to interrupt a day or two along the way. So you got to plan that extra day or two of, well, I just might be shaking on the floor tomorrow. So who knows? Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's why it's, it's kind of why it's beneficial to be in this kind of business. Cause it just gives me another opportunity. Like, you know, cause I thought about it. I'm like, okay. Cause before I'd stress like, Oh man, what if I have like a full on like partial seizure or something in the middle of this, I'm like, oh, they're all, these are the, these are the exactly the right people. You know, here's a live example, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to go in this and we'll come back out and we're going to work out, you know, I'll show you in real time. <laughs> and so I realized, yeah, it only benefits me more. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't, a, I wasn't planning on a live example today, but guess what? <laughs> you guys get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, it, and to show that like, yeah, this doesn't, this is going to hinder a moment a little bit, sure, but life keeps moving through it. Like I don't have to, I don't have to feel embarrassed. I don't have to feel out of place. And like, you know, that's them. Their energy is feeling that because they don't know what to feel. Yeah. I know what to feel, you know, like that's what you got to tell yourself when you come out of it. I know what to feel. I'm glad I'm grateful for being alive. I'm back. And you know, I'm, you pick these certain powerful things to feel when you get back rather than letting that embarrassment, letting that rest of the stuff come up. And um, because how I kind of think of it is when I come back from a seizure, like, who cares? Just a second ago, I wasn't human. <laughs> second ago, I was gone. Man, I don't like that person over there was the last thing I would ever have in my field of view whatsoever. So when I come back, hello it doesn't matter you know like yes exactly and when you get that freedom when you get away from yeah those just those haunting feelings i think that's the only way i can describe them they were just so haunting i just felt like i was doing something wrong all the time and um yeah once that is gone it alleviates you from these chains and epilepsy becomes something different is it as drastic and all this other stuff? Yeah, but it's different. It's not haunting anymore. It's not, I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm like the last thing I ever feel is embarrassment for epilepsy anymore. Um, yeah, nice. And that's not trying. That's just what happens when you practice enough and you're used to it enough to where you'll just realize one day that like, I don't really care. <laughs> You know, that person's like doing all this, all this, that, you know, especially if you like have some seizure, you piss your pants or something like, I don't care. You know, take my pants off. You can look if you want. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm flesh, you know, I am literally a whole bunch of thousands of cells inside of flesh hanging out, you know, like it's fine. 
because when all this is gone, it's gone. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. wasting my time being in that realm of, you know, other people, you know, they're going to go on with their, their whatever, you know, it, they're the last thing that's around when I'm gone. And they're the last ones that are going to be around if anything, you know, bad happens in that sense, real bad. Um, right. And so it's, yeah, put your care, put your attention to your solid mates, the ones that are always going to be there and put it into your own mind and your own resolve. Everything else doesn't matter, you know, and the stigma will change by them seeing that they're going to see you be different, act different. And they'll adjust themselves because originally they're uncomfortable. That's the only reason any of this is happening. They're uncomfortable with what they're seeing and what they're experiencing. And they put that on you because that's just what they know how to do. But once you stop that, once there's a wall there, once you say this is, you know, yeah, this is, this is me. And if you don't like it, there's plenty of space elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> If you're willing to hang, like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, there are people like that out there that are willing to hang with you. If you don't have that close-knit friendship, if you don't have the mates or anything like that to be able to go and do stuff with, know that even though you don't have them doesn't mean they're not there. And it takes that just little, little by bit by going and, um, you know, going a little bit outside your comfort zone hanging around some other people or going and doing something and just little by little. Um, Cause there are people out there that are really, that are really solid more than you think way more than you think. We put this general image of people over our filter. Um, there's a lot of good people out there and everywhere I've traveled and every place there have always been good people. If you're up front with them yeah. and in a way that's not like going to scare the hell out of them. Um, exactly. You know, and I guess I've gotten so used to handling alone that I don't really mind anymore. Uh, I have my process that I do and I don't really communicate to anybody else when I'm in that, in that realm, when I'm having a partial or whatever, it's, um, I kind of let somebody else know if, if we're in a place that's like, real bad <laughs> we're on the side of a mountain by the water if we're somewhere like yeah we got our we got our hand signals and stuff like that um but if it's just me i have since that not as much of that fear is there not as much of that panic is there and that focus is there um yeah i couldn't i could care less what what somebody else think like i said i even move them if i have to move them I don't care if they don't know what's happening. Like they'll find out sooner or later. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I've been in the middle of a conversation with someone and it, it hits and they're still talking. And I'm just, over here. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, never forget your own, your own experience is just as valuable as somebody else's and stand up for yourself, stick up for yourself and find people who are willing to do that with you. Um, yeah. And there are, you know, and within this group, you're going to find a whole bunch of them. Um, even if you can't be there physically, uh, we have this. So yep. I want people to be able to take advantage of all this. 
you know, take advantage of everything that I have, please. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so right on. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited Um, for you, man. Right on. I can see it in your eyes too. Like you, couldn't yeah. even you couldn't even hold back the smile when you just said that I, that's fucking <laughs> beautiful dude it's been that's- years man years from a picture i drew on a, a notepad like six years ago till now where i'm like you know staring at all the stuff that i have to get this done and um yeah it's just been if you have a dream and you have something that you know is valuable, it's never really going to go away. So you just do it. <laughs> <laughs> like if that's anything that I've learned from this whole process, it's going to be there. It's not going to go away. It's going to keep bugging you. Just do it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's sowing the seeds of either success or regret. It all yeah. depends on the action or inaction that you choose to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single day I visit myself, the part of myself that's on my deathbed, I keep checking in. Like, so, you know, are you fulfilled? It's been good so far. It's been a good one. It's been a good one, you know, like, but there's still this thing to do. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I go back and then I just like make sure that, you know, I always imagine myself. If I was on my deathbed. What would I be unsatisfied with right now? Let's do it. That's my top priority. And, um, yeah, every day. And that's, that comes from that friendship of of having death as a friend, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a good friend to have. (laughs) Hell yes, man. Hell yes. Makes life cherishable. Life. Yeah. You're going to spend a hell of a lot of, a lot more time on the other side than you are on this mortal coil. So, um, you might as well make acquaintances if you can't bring yourself to be a friend you might as well you know at least a working relationship right so yeah at least get the boogeyman out of there at least get the boogeyman out of there because he doesn't really exist shit man you're so right well hey man thank you so much for hanging today yeah yeah Yeah, i fucking appreciate it dude i appreciate it i was wondering about you i was thinking of you and you know there was one moment too that you and i were talking off mic that I was a little bit, I was like, okay, I hear something in his voice and, and something going on. And we don't have to go into this right now. We can talk about it later. Um, but there was a moment where I was like, ooh, he's at the make it or break it point. He's at the <laughs> oh, make yeah. it or break Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad you made it, dude. New Year's, New Year's Eve. Oh, man. I, I had no resolutions for this year. I had no expectations. I didn't even... I was working full time doing all that stuff and just uh, grinding until it was a point to where this new year came. And then it was just like, like, here's all the stuff. You're going to have to take these jumps now. Very calculated, very dangerous, but you're going to have to take them if you need to get there. And I did. And um, yeah, within the first two weeks of this year, man, just it's on. And uh, I'm not wasting it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wasting any opportunity. There you go, this. man. There you go. I you, you provide inspiration for me and hopefully for some of my listeners out there because uh, this is the way to do it, folks. You got that inspiration. You got that inkling. Again, just remember, you've got the seed. Are you going to mm-hmm. plant it or are you going to set it aside? So choice is yours. And 
Mitch Mitch chose to plant it and shit's rolling for him. So <laughs> there'll be more seeds out of it too. So get ready. There'll be a seed bank full exactly. of it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's getting the garden going, motherfuckers. Nice. Nice. Well, hey man. Um, let's set up another time soon when you when the yeah. um when the website's ready, get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Let's get back on seizure salad and uh talk a little bit and yeah man i'll be uh i'll be talking to you too because i gotta learn some of this you know learn some of this editing and learn some of this um all of your portfolio <laughs> <laughs> all right so man, i'll be yeah. asking you some questions and stuff here soon <laughs> oh totally cool dude totally cool we'll um after this session let's get back together and we'll uh set up some you and me time there we go. Yeah. Special time. Special time. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Cool. Right on. Sweet, man. Thanks for joining, everybody. Mitch Kiger and Watts, we of the storm. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. What's up? I just had to say that. I, I was waiting to say that all through this this conversation, but I just couldn't resist. <laughs> all right. You guys take care of yourselves out there. You know the routine. Drive fast. Take chances. And... Uh, Unexpected expected. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Original logo and graphic designed by Alba Lopez. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever blows your hair back. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected. It's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crashing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.